Welcome to another episode of the Extra AF Podcast. I'm John McDonald, as always, and I've got Patrick Gardner here. Um, I'm going to let him do his introduction. It's quite interesting, but please let us know who you are, Patrick. I, I don't know. I think you just set me up for failure already. I don't know how interesting it is, but uh, yeah, Patrick Gardner. Um, I'm from the Greenville area, and um, I have uh, been running a business for 14 years, and uh, also do uh do some other stuff that interests me and that connects with my purpose and values so um yeah i'm uh, looking forward to speaking with john i've known john i guess now for like seven or eight years and he and i were in a uh, sandler sales class together and they're trying to get better and uh got to know him then and now our uh, kids go to school with each other and have reconnected so uh looking forward to this thank you this guy's being humble. He's about six foot six, played basketball at Clemson, and um, runs a big business, man. I mean, tell us about college. Yeah, well, I um, I grew up playing all sports as uh, most people did then. I'm 44 years old, and um, and ended up being so I was probably six six in the eighth grade, probably six seven in the ninth grade and um was kind of directed into playing basketball only which was uh directed. which was a shame just kind of uh you know because so, i was probably the best at baseball um but yeah ended up being um six eight and uh had a lot of good years of sports ended up playing basketball in college and then talked into playing a little football as well played f- football at Furman where i finished so uh yeah sports has been good it was fun and um it's uh good experiences you know it's funny you talk about basketball i played as well i don't know if you even know that right but i point guard obviously but i'm yeah five five and if you were playing center then <laughs> your team would be really bad my center i just <laughs> yeah it would be my, my center was six foot nine and you just said six eight yeah all right on a tangent i, I like basketball but um anyways i i love hate meeting with patrick uh we we meet sometimes in the coffee shop and we get on these tangents and he's He's, he can get so intellectual with some of the thoughts that we, we go down, these rabbit holes, and uh, I learn a lot, and it's, it's about being self-aware and getting better, and just like this podcast, we're trying to get better each and every day, and that's why I gravitate towards Patrick. Finally, our schedules collide where we can get here on this podcast, so today we are going to discuss something um, that is, for me, uh, embarrassing sometimes, for me, is a hard subject to talk about. But I think it's necessary, not think, I know it's necessary, especially after talking with Patrick, and it's called failures, and everybody's got them, everybody's got them, it's just like uh, uh, everybody's skeleton in the closet, we all got them, what are we going to, what are we going to do with them, and um, we all got notes here, but I wanted to get this conversation recorded so we can all learn from this, so I actually, truth be told, I, uh, Patrick and I talked about this and said, yeah, let's do the podcast, and uh, it took me about a week to get back to him and say, "All right, man, I'm ready. Let's 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 plan something." Because I, I was embarrassed after I started thinking about all the things I failed at, and then I was scared to not only bring them up to Patrick, but bring them up to y'all, and uh, bring them up to myself. Because you start thinking about these things, and um, it's not all, it doesn't always feel good, Patrick. And right. so you, you know, the first thing you called me out. You didn't call me out. We were discussing something, and it was about what Navy SEAL training. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I made a comment that was like, um, I, I said something like, yeah, it's hard. 
and and he caught on to that. I uh, I tried out to be a Navy SEAL and I failed at it, and now the world knows that. And I don't like talking about it. I got I got chills on my arms because I I hate that because I look back now and I just wish I would have. Well, don't worry. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the people listening uh, would have failed too, unfortunately. So that's okay, John. You're all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, well, with that said, man, um, start us off with with what you got. Yeah, man. You know, like uh, John, John and I will start talking about uh, business, and and one thing that I have learned over the years is, you know, I, I was one of those guys that, you know, John and I met in a class that I was taking to to try to be better at business, and the only reason you're in business is theoretically, to make money, which we all have to do. Uh, and our society tells us how important money is and success and all the things that come with it. And, and you know, I was drinking the Kool-Aid. I bought into that. Uh, my company is very uh, a, kind of that drive, put your head down, run through the wall type mentality company. And uh, again, drinking the Kool-Aid, that's, that became who I was. Um, and so, you know, what John and I start talking about is business, but what I've learned is it always wraps right back around to the, the person you're looking at in the mirror, which is you. Um, no matter what business you're doing, John does something that's somewhat similar to, I, to myself, but is not exactly the same. You could run any type of business in the world and the ins and outs of your business are one thing, but whether you're going to succeed or not is sitting right there in front of you, in front of the mirror. And, and in my opinion, and what I told John after uh, many uh, years of going through my own coaching and, and screwing things up and failures and success, I do believe is you've got to learn how to fail. And that has to be done in a way where you are moving not only your business forward and um, continuing with a growth expansion mindset, but you have to be working on you. And there's this saying that I love that says, you know, if, if you can't get you right, how can you help others? You know, if you're not working on you, then how can you help others? So, that, that I do believe in that a, a million percent, and um, and each day that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out is okay, what's going right, but more so, you know, what am I falling short in, and and how can I implement um, solutions to that that are first directed at me personally, and then I know that if I get myself right and I align with my purpose and values and everything I do, then the business and, and the rest of this will just follow along. Okay, I'm with you. Um, so as far as failures go, um, you're talking about getting better and doing all these things and how that's normal with the failure part. Um, when, did you, when did you learn that, hey, this failure is a learning process. I got I to gotta really figure this part out, be okay with it. Um, because a lot of times if, if I fail, I almost ignore it and I throw it in the back of my mind and I don't talk about it and I don't know that I really look at it. And I'm, I, since we've talked three weeks ago, I've been really looking at the ins and outs of these failures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Well, so two and a half years ago, I heard a guy speak here in Greenville. He's a guy down in Orlando, Florida. Um, and his overall message was basically, you can spend all the money in the world you want to on you know, uh, personal development stuff, meaning sales classes and marketing classes and go get whatever education you want. And, you know, basically, you know, go, go to seminars, all these things. He said, you can do all that. He said, but until you understand who you are, what is your purpose of being here? And what are the values that are associated with that purpose until you figure that out in health, exercise, um, business, relationships, until you get aligned with what you're doing day in and day out, then you will never have success at what you're doing. And he defines success as peace. Okay, so success to most people listening to this would be money and cars and house and great relationships. And he basically said that some of the richest people in the world that he's worked with, billionaires, mm-hmm. but with a B, are the most miserable people that he's ever worked with because they've driven so hard that the five life categories being personal development, finance, career, relationships, health, and wellness. Say it again slower. All right. Personal development, finance, career, relationships, and health and wellness. There's your five life categories. Yeah. Okay. So what has the billionaire dominated? Finance. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Career. Very few people can say that a billionaire hasn't succeeded there. Okay. Now, most of the time, these, these people that get to this level have let... The other three pieces of the puzzle fall to the wayside, okay? Relationships, okay? And you and I have spoken, and I know you said on your podcast you've been very open about failed and success in relationships. Health and wellness, most of these people are the the most unhealthy people on the planet, Mm -hmm. and they Mm -hmm. could look, you know, it's called skinny fat, right? They could be really skinny and look fit, but but internally they are very un- unhealthy, okay? And then from a personal development standpoint, most of them, the, the most successful people are typically at a certain point in their career the most closed-minded because Ooh. they're the smartest people in the room always, always, opposed to being open and aware that, hey, look, I'm, I know that I'm going to meet someone at least once a day that can bring something of value to me, okay? And so... What what this guy and and he, he is now you know my coach is uh, this guy's name is Bill Courtright. Uh, I will challenge your listeners to also add his podcast to their um, to their uh, listening. Spell uh, spell is Courtright. It's it's Bill Courtright C O R T R I G H T, and his podcast is uh, the the. Um, it's Living Right with Bill Courtright, the Stress Mastery Podcast. And so, um, so Bill's thought process is, is, is he cannot get started with his clients. And I am lucky enough to be one of them and have, had, and have been a, a client of his 
since I let, heard him speak because I believe I knew that this was where I was I was failing is that I did not know my purpose. I knew what I thought were my values, but they'd never been defined. Now, yeah. uh, Patrick said he's 44 years old and he's he's learning this now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of closed-minded 44-year-olds out there. There's a lot of closed-minded 34-year-olds out there, even 24-year-olds. And so if you hear Patrick here, he's open. It's something I really respect about him. And he has just learned this recently um, that success does not equal peace. Success does not equal peace. And those five things we just talked about, whether you already know those or not, Bill has established this, whether you know it or not, if you think about those five things of personal development, finance, career, relationships, health and wellness, if you assess yourself right now real quick in the next few minutes, are you succeeding at all those? Are you growing in all those? Anyway, I'm putting a spotlight on that it doesn't matter if you're 44, 54, 24. Um, you know, I, just just looking at that and, and being aware that we're not where we want to be. We're not happy. We're not successful unless we can fix all these things or get or be uh, healthy in all these things, if you yeah. will. I mean, and there's a way. I mean, and I will get John all the information to go into his podcast and his notes. Um, but there is a way to actually do an assessment of, of yourself yes. in the five life categories. You've sent me this. Okay. And, um, and I, would, I would, again, challenge the listener, your listeners, to, to do that. Um, Bill also has a community that I think is an unbelievable community um, called the Stress Mastery Community, okay? And it's through Mighty Networks, and it's basically his version of Facebook. And you can go through all of these different assessments of finding your purpose, your values, understanding your five life category score, because what you end up figuring out, what I found out is that all of these things that I thought were happening to me, Mm. that were external and coming to me, were actually things that I I was actually bringing to me. It wasn't happening to me, it was me being in the t- mentality of closed-mindedness, not open to others in certain situations, thinking I was better than I was at certain parts of my life, those thoughts and my actions were bringing things into my life. Yeah. Okay. And now in reverse, I do know for a fact, and I, I love one of his sayings is, truth has to be the truth for everyone on the planet or it's not a truth. Not just you. Truth is something that's true for everyone. And most people are running around here, especially now, you know, you got so many things that people are considering that are happening to them. And why are some people thriving right now and some people are wallowing in misery? In why 20, is that? In 2020. In 2020, why are certain people and companies thriving now more than ever? And some people are saying that this is the worst year ever known to mankind. Now, why is that? I would why do you think? The law of attraction, like you were just talking about. Yeah. I mean, what's your, what's your daily talk track? Is it positive? I mean, what is right? I mean, what is it? I mean, do you get to work and sit there and, and recite all of the negative news you just listened to? Is your first app that you click on, 
you know, something negative. I, I mean, you're setting your day, you know, and, and I believe a million percent that, you know, my, my day is set when I get up at four o'clock. I'm, I have a little bit of an obsession with the, uh, the man number 11 and number one. So I get up at 401. Okay. And, uh, and I set my second alarm for 411 just in case. <laughs> but when I'm getting up, you know, I am going through my little quick routine, getting my stuff on and going to the gym. And I, you and I are training a little different, you know. Uh, John's into bodybuilding. I think a lot of your listeners are, which is cool. Um, I, I do a lot of different. I try to properly load. You know, I'm 6'8". You know, I'm 44. I don't need to be putting a ton on the bar, but I push myself and and do more of a full body workout with Olympic lifts. But that's my day set there, you know. It's about being and, healthy. I yeah, get it. And and um and so I think that the mindfulness of of what your daily routine looks like and what it sounds like, because what I believe is you know, I used to make comments like, Well, you know, that if I go to this event, I'm going to be the dumbest guy there or, you know, like these negative affirmations. And, you know, basically my, my coach, you know, Bill was like, nothing can come out of your mouth ever again, negative about yourself. That's an internal, that's all internal. Well, you're telling your subconscious that you're dumb. You're telling yourself you're dumb. So how are you going to act? No. Right? You're telling, like, you know, and, and I could say this, that I wouldn't lift as much as you, but I wouldn't say that. And if you and I went and worked out, you know, I would I would get right in there with you. I would be smart, but I wouldn't sit here and tell you anything other than, hey, let's go, let's get after it, you know? Um, so I think that you know, everyone listening, you know, my 44 years uh, of experience in the last two and a half to three years, most specifically, have told me that always be the person in the room that is the most open and speak less, listen more, and and no matter if their views align or disalign with you, okay, understand truth only is the truth, if it's true for everyone. everybody, your opinion doesn't necessarily mean you're right or wrong, but it, you have to understand that is it truth, right? I don't know if this makes sense, but this is um, this is my quote. The more I learn and know, Patrick, the more I realize I don't know anything. And the older I get, the more the more I'm, I'm more open to things. Then mm-hmm. I realize that ten years ago, twenty years ago, I was so closed minded. I want to back up a little bit. We're yeah. talking about internal and external stuff. When you're talking mm-hmm. about waking up at four oh one and working out, let me ask you this loaded question: mm-hmm. Does it matter what the weather is? <laughs> no, no. It doesn't matter who the president is. No. Does it matter anything? Does no. any external source decide whether you're going to wake up at four oh one or not? No, sir. Zero external source, and I think everyone hears this, but I don't think everyone internalizes this, is that your behaviors and your habits, that, that is all that matters in, in regards to who you are and what you're going to bring to the day. What are your behaviors and habits each day? And those behaviors and habits, if you will sit down and do an assessment of your day, yeah. and look at your behaviors and habits, you will see the holes in your game. 
right? You will figure it out if you can be honest with yourself and understand that most likely it, I don't know if you can curse on this show or not, but it's going to be a shit show. Yeah. Okay. It's not going to look good. You're going to figure out that a lot of your behaviors and habits are what I consider and what Bill says is self-sabotage. Yeah. Self-sabotage. Because why do you think, okay, John, why do you think with all of the science and, and all of the unbelievably genius people out there that are trying to come up with the next fad diet, the next big health and wellness business, all of this is, a, it is truth. It is fact that the health and wellness business is a multi, multi, multi-billion dollar industry But look at our society. We are the most obese society we've ever been, right? We have the most mental health issues Mm -hmm. ever. Sure. Okay, look at the numbers and you will see that why do you think that is? Why is that? And it it is because people are scared to know who they are and be okay that we are imperfect and will fail. You're not going to do change your behaviors and habits without having bumps in the road. You're tying it into to this whole failure thing. So give us a, a normal Joe. He says, hey, it's New Year, new me, and I'm going to go join the gym. I'm overweight. I, 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 I get out of breath when I climb the stairs. I'm ready to get into shape. He gets in there two, three weeks, and he starts, what happens? He starts, well, you're Well, you're going you're gonna to be sore. You're going to, your diet is typically, that's going to be your number one failure is that if you are dieting, okay, I cannot eat like you eat. You cannot eat like someone else because we are all as individuals different. So the biggest thing I would say to someone that's starting there is they're going off of a diet that someone developed. Or they're not for, on one. Or not on one, but they're, if they are on one, they're on something that was developed for the masses. Yeah, okay. You cannot eat yeah. a, a, a for the masses diet. It has to be structured to you, okay? And so we'll, let's go through the scenario, and I want to make sure to make, uh, I want to make a point on the diet thing. Yeah. But you're going to be eating pro- diff, uh, for sure improperly to, to keep working out at that level. Okay, so you're going to be fatigued. You're going to be tired at mm-hmm, night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're going to be sore, right? And the people in your tribe are going to be telling you that you don't need to do this. You're that you don't you need to do what you're doing because you're, you're, we love you and you don't need to change who you are. Well, you're not going to change who you are. You're going to be a healthier you. Yeah. But, you know, so I will say that that person, number one, the fatigue and, and, and just exhaustion will be the first thing that makes them not go to the gym. Okay. Then when they don't go to the gym and then they're automatically going to probably figure out a reason to cheat the next day on their diet if they're on one. Yeah. And say, hey, I deserve this. I've been doing this for three weeks. I deserve this cheat day. Okay. Well, that's going to feel and taste really good because sugar, right, is the death of all of us, right? 
So that sugar is going to screw your system up, is going to make you crave more sugar and carbs, and then you're going to cheat again. You're going to miss a few more days of the gym. You're going to, someone in your tribe is going to say, hey, look, you know, you know, and, and also you just, you hit it, the alcohol. Let's go get a beer. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, so it, it's going to be, it's not going to be you quitting it's going to be your body and your mind and what i would consider your ego telling you to quit and and let's go ego really quick whether we like it or not and whether you think this is weird or not we all have a voice in our heads that voice is your ego okay my guy bill say what you want to but try it and see what happens he makes you name your ego Name your ego. When your ego starts talking and your ego supposedly lives on your left shoulder. It sounds egotistical. That's right. Well, it's okay. And it is Halloween, so we can just mix all this in. But uh, your ego is the one that when you're driving down the road and you have these thoughts running through your head, that's your ego. I'm thinking of a name right now. That's right. And some, some people think of something that's positive for them. Some people think negative. But, you know, like a name. But, um... My ego's name is Jay. Okay. Jay? My name and, and or Jake. Jay. J A Y. Jay from State Farm? <laughs> no, it's not. That's Jake. And Jay actually makes me laugh because he's hideous. a guy that uh, works out at a gym I go to and he has the hairiest legs of anybody That's I've ever seen. That's Jay. He makes me smile. This is funny. So, but the ego is going to tell you hey, go have that beer. It's okay to cheat on your diet today. Hey, today you're sore. Don't that's go to the gym. That's a big one. Right? And, and that ego wants you to stay in your comfort zone because that's your subconscious, yeah. right? Yeah. Your subconscious has not trained your, you for behavior and habit yet. Okay? Now, what do you think flips the switch when you're like myself and you? If I don't go to the gym, what is Jay saying? Man, I really wanted to go to the gym today. What are you doing? Right? So now all of a sudden it flips and like Jay can hand work for you. But like what my guy will say is your ego has to be an employee, not the CEO. All right. Slow down a second. All right. Slow down a second. So it flips at some point. So going back to Joe, he's in there. He's sore. If he can get through all that and turn mm-hmm. his ego into his buddy. Yes. So when he wakes up in the morning and he's sore... And he feels like garbage and his buddies want to go drinking at night. Mm-hmm. He's, his buddy Jay can tell him, go to the gym. Because I'm trying to think about when I can't go to the gym for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Dude, I feel horrible. Like mm-hmm. in my mental. my Not physical. It's right. just a mental thing. So my Jay yeah. is telling me that. So if, if he can overcome all those things. Right. Now, what does it take to overcome all those things? Well, other than you got it's, it's to going, go. It's going to be a 90-day process. 90 days. 30 days is going to be getting, understand, you've got to get, and, and I will get you all this, you, you've got to get an elaborate blood panel done to Absolutely. understand who you yeah. are. How does your body work? Yes. Okay. Blood panel, who you are, how your body works. Okay. And then comes a 30-day diet reset, which basically it is a, basically a timed eating Certain, you know, based on which reset you're in, and there's three of them. Journaling your food. You you have to 
you're, you've got 30 days of basically hitting the reset bot button on your body okay. because your body is here to support your mind. It's the only reason it exists. This is so, it's so scientific. It's a support system for your mind. So what you put in your body is what your mind is going to think. Sugar is going to equal negative, negative, negative. Carbs, alcohol, you're going to be in a negative state, which my guy calls the red zone. Okay. The, red zone, yeah. the green zone is what, you, what you're experiencing when you're, you get up and your gym and your health and wellness is like that is who you are. That's your identity. Okay. And so it's going to take 30 days of a body reset. Then the next 30 days, you're going to have to, to get your, your, your basically workouts and your training routine set for you. All right. And start understanding once you start feeling better and you, your body is better after the first 30 day reset, then you're going to be able to start working on your mind. And then you're going to start being able to understand, whereas someone, if someone were to tell you two years ago, John, hey, John, quit doing all these darn bodybuilding competitions. It's It's unhealthy for you. You would have probably felt the need to maybe punch that person, right? Or get upset and and defend yourself, right? Now, I think you're probably at a point to actually truly assess, which you did, you and I, a few weeks ago. You sat there and thought about it for a second and, and are able to put that into a constructive, basically constructive conversation with yourself of very interesting. I'm not sure where I stand on that right now, which is, is fine. But you didn't get upset. You didn't defend. When you defend, you're in the red zone. When you say, that's a very interesting comment, thought, tell me more. You're in the green zone. You're open for that. That's why I always, I have my little notebook. I carry it around everywhere, Right. And if someone starts talking and I hear something that, that, that bothers Jay, my ego, yeah. I'm like, I need to learn that. Yes. And I start writing yeah. Yeah. I, instead of arguing with them and defending yourself because you're defending something that's typically not true. Patrick, this is great and all, and I love having you on. Um, I will say I love having folks on that have different perspectives on things nowadays because it's easy if, uh, if, uh, if you're a Clemson fan, I'm a Clemson fan, let's go hang out and drink beers. If I'm a Gamecock, you're a Clemson guy, you know, we're going we're gonna to hate each other. Um, I, maybe that's a bad analogy, but you can use Republicans and Democrats. You know, they like to stay together on their own things, but I want to learn and why they think a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to see. That's what I'm talking. That's why I'm asking questions. And I keep three journals. Right. And if, if one of the things you guys don't learn from this is keep a journal on everything, man, and, and look back on it. And then you can always look back on your, on your past and say, what was I thinking back then? Um, well, and think about with a journal, John, you know, like you have to close, you have to open a day. Yes. Okay. And start you, your start to the day is going to depend on how successful the day is. Okay. But then you've got to close the day and the close of the day has to be based around what went well today. What, what did not go well, which may be considered a failure. Okay. You've got, and and again, failure or success in the five five life categories, personal development, finance, career, relationships, health, and wellness. Put those down. Put, jot a few things down that went well in both, in in all those. 
a couple things and maybe a couple things that didn't go so well. When you write that down, all right, my, I have been coached to ask that, you know, I believe in God. I ask God to help me start the next day with a clean slate. Everything that happened, good, bad, or indifferent, is in the past. I cannot change it. Say that again, man, because I know it's easy to say, but to, to really do that, what's in the past is in the past. You it's, can't it, change it, it. I, it's over. But it's a scar. It, it, it's over, but it's only a scar if you tell yourself it's a scar. Wow. You, you just, that's your story. That's your so, BS in your head. Yeah, you're right. If, so, if, if it's a scar, then that's you saying it. I, I would golly. sit there and tell you, dude, that, why, why would you define it as a scar? You All just right. hurt yourself. There. So for somebody who started a business okay. and failed two years into it, put all their money and life savings into mm-hmm. the thing and then failed bankrupt two years later, mm-hmm. three years, whatever it is. And uh, they get presented with an opportunity to start another business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've heard this. I've seen this. Yeah. Um, but now they're hesitant. They're reluctant. They're living in they're living in fear. For the guy that uh, and or female that uh, got divorced, mm-hmm. you know, and then they they find the one. Now mm-hmm. they got commitment issues. They don't yeah. want to do that because they're scarred. Right. They're that's living in the that's the BS that you're telling yourself. I mean, that's the only person that defines you is you. If you are scarred, then everyone else is going to define you as scarred. Help us, because, be- help us better to erase these uh, every day. You're saying you're talking to God. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the same. Uh, for those that don't, they, I mean, they can meditate. They can do things. Give, give us some any, practices that we go to clean our slate with. Okay. All right. So I will say... Uh, and not alcohol. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, and unfortunately, that, that is worse. what everyone's doing right now. That's very true. Drinking to quit thinking about... Hey, bud, I've done it. Oh, all of us have. Like, you're you're kidding yourself if you say you haven't done that. And and that is why, you know, I add alcoholism to my list of all the stuff that we're, you know, the world's worst at, okay? And so, you know, what I I call it, like, green focus power hour. Green focus power. Green focus power hour. And basically, that is 20 minutes of... You can call it meditating or you can just call it sitting and thinking in quiet. Okay. But that right there is, is very difficult to do when you've got a lot going on in your head. You are working on quieting your mind. How long? 20 minutes. Sitting there you know, in quiet. You know how hard this is? Understood. Now, Patrick, okay. told me, Patrick told me to do this three weeks ago. No, it's longer than that. Uh, and I believe what you said was... Talk to God for 20 minutes. Well, and I'm old, I, I think you sit in quiet for 20, and then you, then I wrote a letter to God yes, that's and it. wrote for 20 minutes. And I tried this maybe eight, nine minutes into it, and I'm, I'm, I'm fidgety. I'm, I'm almost crying. I mean, this letter. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my challenge. That would be my challenge right here is if you can write a letter to God today, I believe that will help clean your slate. But you got to do it every day. <laughs> you can't do it one day. You have to do it every day. You have to do that every day for a month. And that is, if you if you will sit in quiet for 20 minutes, write a letter to whomever you want to for 20 minutes, and if you will visualize yeah. for 20 minutes of what you want, the five years, here's the visualization. In five years, 
Pick a day. What are you doing? Yes. And visualize that for, for 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. All right? Okay. And then you want to, the, the, the fourth 20 minutes is you're basically, you are writing an affirmation and, and, it, and it can be as simple as, and you can look up affirmations, but, you know. Um, I'm a great dad. I'm a great business person. Listen, it's, yeah. And, and I would think more of, I'm willing to be open. I want to be aware. I, I will live prosperously. Okay? Things to that nature of, I want success to me is peace. Things that tell your subconscious, you have to tell you that these are important to you. Okay? And then the, in part of the power hour, fitness and, you know, basically working out's in there. But if you train every day like that, you get to take that 20 minutes off. But that, that you know, you, you choose those four and you're going to have a pretty heck of a darn, you're going to have a heck of a 40, you know, 40. Uh, so let's see. So actually it would be, I'm going to let you off the hook. I'm having to do, I haven't done this in so long uh, because I just am so used to doing bits and pieces. It's actually 10, 10, 10, and 10. 10 minutes. 10 minutes each. Okay. Um, man, I tell you what, I don't want to take away from the process, but what I've learned is as uh, going through this whole, every prep for bodybuilding, I don't do a lot of cardio in the off season, but during this prep season, um, what I when I run, when I run outside, mm-hmm. I get into a, a mind space where I'm able to to be clear, and I can go over my affirmations. I go over a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts as my ten or yeah. I I think it it can, but I think that you being um, mindful mm-hmm. of just sitting still, you know, um, and and I think just giving yourself that time and making that a priority is telling yourself that you're worth that. You don't need others to affirm you or to value, to give you value. You have to be the one. Okay. And then once you can do that for yourself, then you're going to have way more empathy, way more patience and an extreme amount of love for those that bring value to your life, all right? And, and I look at everyone in my circle and in my tribe as part of, part of that positive affirmation of I want to bring everything I'm doing for myself, I'm bringing to them so it's not selfish, we tell ourselves so often that doing all of these things and taking this time is selfish. How can you help others and bring positivity to others if you don't love yourself? How can, how can you? You cannot. It's impossible. Yeah, it's totally impossible. And if we're going back to Joe and his ego, Jay. So if Joe gets through this process... Well, when Joe gets through this process of uh, it's New Year's, he's going to the gym, his friends are telling him to go drink beers, he's sore, he fights through that. So 30 days goes by, it's getting easier. His, his ego, Jay, is, is talking to him and, and telling him it's a good thing. And now all of a sudden he's bringing that, that good, uh, those good vibes into his relationship, into his uh, business. Um, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Guess what's going to happen? Uh, naturally, not naturally. 
these people in his quote-unquote tribe are going to dwindle. They're going to go away. And unfortunately, unfortunately, that's what happens. And we've all yeah. seen that happen. Well, you're going to get a lot less friends because you no longer are, are affirming their bad behaviors. That's what it is. They, but they want you there. And that's why they're going to try to, and, and remember this term, everybody, guilt. They will Ooh. guilt you into thinking that you're different. Oh, yeah. you when change. they start guilting you, yeah. then you know you've had success. That when you are being guilted by the people around you for not partaking in their bad behaviors, you know that they know you are starting to change. This includes That's family, success. Patrick. Oh, uh, listen, especially family, family, especially family, especially family. Okay, and and understand this. You know the process. The the why you're going to fail after the ninety days is if you fall into guilt by others and by your tribe. Why are you, you, you're you too good for us? You're this, and, and, and then you know, okay, Jay, you're, that ego, right, is trying to survive, okay? He brings this into your life, it's a test, right? You have to test, how strong are you, and how connected are you, and how uh, um, committed do you are, are, are you to being peaceful? That right there will help you understand that if you guilt me, yes. okay, then you at this point in time are not in my circle. If you're using guilt against me. And when you start feeling people guilt you, understand that you know, you're going to start feeling bad because you've been guilting yeah. others. Yeah, that's right. So and You're making them feel uncomfortable. A, and a million percent. Love, I, I love these people still that aren't in my quote-unquote tribe anymore. I love them. Right. But we're not going to have the relationship that we, that we may have had. Correct. Um, and so... I They'll come around though. At some point some in time, point. some of them will come back around. Some of them will um, feed their ego by... It, extraditing you out of the tribe yeah. and, and that's okay because guess what once you feel the way you're going to feel it doesn't matter you feel so good and you're so at becoming more at peace right that you will look at it as somewhat and I know this sounds odd but a, a successful moment of hey that person truly is not okay with who I am now and I am the most healthy I've ever been mentally and physically. So what value did they really bring in to my life? And, and you're okay and, at that And you're, you're okay with it because you feel so good. But I'll right? say this also because we've gotten to that lonely point and this is for everybody that's going through this process now. Poor Joe that he, he's on his 90 days now. It's March and he's got a few friends that dropped off. Some of his family members are... Hating on him because he's getting a six pack. He's not invited to a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's wow. Is it, I mean, you're talking to me. Yeah. And so, um, but he's 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 losing what he calls friends and family. But I will say this because I've been here. I've gone years without close people. But if you're truly happy and you truly making a, um, um, lost track for a second. If if you're truly getting past all that garbage. You're going to ramp up on your friends again, but quality friends, value, valuable friends, friends that are going to want to see you succeed, and they're going to add to that. I want to be sitting here with Patrick right now. If, uh, if we had different views, if I was a closed-minded guy, we wouldn't be discussing 
getting better. And we wouldn't be sitting here trying to tell you guys how to get better. Well, and, and you just said it, man, is yes, some are going to fall off, but the most amazing people will come into your life to replace those. And it may not be in tens or twenties, but if one amazing person comes into your life and is attracted to your, your new energy and your kind of new being, if you will, then that will, that will be worse, you know? And so you will build a new tribe. That tribe will be fewer in numbers because very few people can do what we're talking about doing. Very few. Okay. And the only reason that is the case is because we listen to others so much and watch so much negativity and in the social media gets so negative that you really believe that that's who and what you should be, you know? And I, I, again, the challenge is there's a, there's a documentary, Netflix documentary. It's called the social dilemma. Mm, It talks about the social media. Okay, and, and again, it's, it doesn't say get off the social media, but it says understand what they're doing to you. They are feeding you, well, you what they want you to be, which is someone who's mindless, buying everything that they want you to buy and filling your brain with a bunch of crap. You can control that, you know? So um, it, it's, a, it's an empowering thing to start, digging into all this stuff, but it is going to put you in a very small group of people that don't fall into this just negative talk track and negative streaming that we really live in today. And, it, and it's sad uh, that society has been overtaken as a whole by the negativity because there's so much out there that's positive. There's so much out there, so many people that are trying to get better and you will find them if you want to find them. Law, law of attraction. No doubt. Look, I don't know um, if we got off topic with failures. Uh, we definitely added some of that into it, but I think mostly we've talked about uh, a track to get on, get on track to be successful and to be happy. And we talked about the five pillars of... Uh, five life categories. The five yep. life categories. I think it's huge. Yep. And uh, we talked about Bill Cor- Court right. Yep. I'm going to get you that stuff. You know, the podcast is great. He talks about his mentality. And then the uh, community could be a positive yeah. stream social media for you that uh, will reinforce a lot of the things we've talked about, you know, and can teach you, you know, and, and help you get your purpose and values and purpose. understand. Purpose. Yes, purpose. And align that. Like the, my biggest challenge with my company that I've been with, you know, that I've been doing for so long is at one time, point in time, I lost my alignment with purpose and, and what I was doing with the company. But once I learned, okay, that, that my purpose can feed into that company, you know, then my, my self-talk became different and I've never been more successful than I have been in the last few years since that's happened. How are you measuring success now? If it, if success equals peace, how are you measuring success in your life now? Um, I'm not reacting um, to things. Um, what is success to you? Is what I mean. Well, success to me at this point in your life. Success, success to me is you know number one, um, parent, parenting, 
and my relationship with my wife, number one. Um, if that's solid, which you are all constantly evolving as a parent, for sure, and a spouse, um, that's a day-in, day-out thing, um, meaning not that it's hard, but it's just you have to understand that everybody, we're lo I'm looking for me to give off the energy and the mentality that my immediate tribe being my family can be in peace. If I, if we are in peace yeah. and we are um, solution-oriented uh, people, then I know that when I leave this house to do work and to be with others, then I am going to have success, meaning the right people are going to be attracted to me, the right people are not going to be attracted to me, and I'm going to work with those who align with who I am and what I'm bringing to the table. If that, if that is occurring in my life and I know and I do a self-evaluation each day of how people are reacting to me, my conversations and communication with others, if those things are positive, then I look at that day was a success, you know, and then I'm tr I try to be in the now and present with the day and not live in the past and the future is going to be good if I can keep that mentality. So that success really is kind of day-to-day successes and then learn from the failures or disappointments and move on. I'm with you. So family family's healthy and happy, uh, everything else falls in place. I really do believe that. I'm with you totally 100%. And I'm thinking about a younger me where I was chasing an external oh. goal. I was chasing the money. I was chasing the trophy instead of trying to be Well, we talked about outcome-based goals right, versus outcome -based. identity-based goals. If your outcome-based goals are revolving around others affirming you Ooh. or money affirming you, yes. then you're going to eventually fail, right? You are setting yourself up for failure. Okay, if you reach the goal, you yeah. and I talked about it, if you become that bodybuilding champion. Yeah, now what? Well, what's next? Yeah. Right? Well, what are you going to do after that? Are you just going to let it all go to shit? Yeah. You know? Um, if you make that, whatever that number is, you make that amount of money in a year, right? Now what? Then, then what? Right? So those are, those are outcome-based goals, which typically are tied to others. Identity-based goals are tied to who you are, what is your purpose, and what are your values, and how you, if you want to become a successful businessman or woman, okay, you have to act that way before you can become that. So you have to visualize yourself already there and how would I act and what would I do if I was already the success I want to be. You align your goals and your purpose and values with that, those actions and guess what? That will become it, it, reality. It will happen. A hundred percent. And I didn't, I learned this, I'm not going to say the hard way, but I didn't learn it by a book or anything, but I've reached some goals uh, in the past few years, maybe some financial goals, and I started looking at, all right, what's next? And I kind of, I kind of just treaded water for a little bit, and I started doing things that made me happy, whether it was helping somebody go hunt, going to help somebody do something else doing this podcast, doing stuff that made me feel good with selfishly. I'm helping people. I like helping people. And the more I help people and show genuine interest, whether it's to a customer, employee, or anything else like that, 
I'm reaching financial goals. I never thought, I mean, it, the money's coming is what mm-hmm. I'm getting at. Doing what I like to do, being happy is helping me be successful in my business. Yeah. Well, my, my purpose is freedom. Okay. And that purpose aligned with my business. Okay. Is I look at my job is to give others freedom from doing things that they may not like doing. Okay, so everyone that I'm interacting with, with a bit, from a business standpoint, yeah. if if I name five things that I could, if if I name five things to them that we could potentially help each other with, and they tell me that they can't stand doing the first thing I mentioned and the third thing I mentioned, then I immediately align with them on, do we agree that I could maybe take that off your plate and do that for you and you could focus on the other things that you love to do or you like to do? And they're like, now that sounds like a really good idea. And I'm like, okay, well, how do we start? I, I want to do that for you if you're open. And then we go. And so I am helping them gain freedom mm-hmm. from the things that they don't necessarily like to do in their job. Once I understood that, that that's what I was doing, then everything else, John, I hate to say this, but it really got pretty damn easy. Fell in line. It really <laughs> fell in line. But, but if they don't have, if they're not willing to be open with me on something that they don't like doing, if they love yeah. doing it all, I'm 100% fine saying, hey, look, as much as I've enjoyed this conversation, you got a great business going on your end, man, it just doesn't seem like we're, you know, we're meant to work together right now. I'm okay with that. Are you? And they're like, yeah. And then I go off, off, off I go because I know that my purpose did not align with them. If I somehow started working with them for some unusual reason or they asked me just to help them, just to quote unquote get by or whatever, I would not be enjoying it. Therefore, I would, it would be bringing stress into my world. It, it, I know right now it's not worth doing yes. that yes. because is stress and, and the money that comes with, if you put yourself in a stressful environment and money is, is associated with that stress, then is that really worth taking that money? I'm saying no because that, you know, your relationship is going to suffer. Your enjoyment of getting up each day is going to suffer. So what amount of money is that worth? To me, zero. Like, I don't want it. At, at this point in life, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have always agreed with you. No. Well, I wouldn't have agreed with myself <laughs> four years ago either. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, at but 40. So there's a, there's a lot of value in this. We're going to keep it under an hour. Um, yeah, man. I think the next podcast I want to dive into... Um, purpose let's do it i think uh people are having a hard time finding their purpose nowadays mm-hmm. hell i'm having a hard time finding it. i've had a hard time finding it yep. and the more i think i know about myself the more i'm learning yeah so i want to do i want to do a solid podcast on that well let's give give your listeners let's give them homework to you getting them the bill's podcast and his community if they dig into it a little bit then they will understand and learn the verbiage and we can dig into it even more so with those who are willing to take your time. If you guys are listening to this and this stuff intrigues you enough, um, go ahead and message me. Um, You also have Bill Courtright's podcast. Uh, Subscribe to it. I need to subscribe to it and listen to it. I'm actually going to listen to this 
because uh, there was so much information in it. I'm going to listen to it probably a couple times. Patrick, um, is it okay for people to get a hold of you if they need to? Yeah, to, uh, uh, 100%. Um, how can they do that? You. Um, Through me. Through yeah, me. I mean, so John, you know, John knows me uh, well and we talk. Um, I would be glad to speak with whomever. Um, just get in touch with John. And, um, and again, I am 100%. Uh, I love to help people. Um, I just, you know, I do want people to be ready to be open to seeing possibly some failures and kind of what they call chinks in the armor. Yeah. If you're open to that, um, and yes, 100% willing to help. And that's what keeps you from working with folks. Because listen, uh, I hate to sound like this, but our time is worth something. And what I get frustrated with is when I get asked advice and I spend a lot of time with somebody and I don't mind doing it if they're willing to be accountable and willing to do the work. So if, if again, if this stuff intrigues you enough to um, contact us, just be ready for accountability. Be ready to work because we're willing to help you. I, I would say this, uh, the, the easiest way to evaluate that, in my opinion, yeah. is if you legitimately can see yourself spending 50 minutes a day doing a mixture of some of the things we talked about and you actually commit to doing that and do it for a week and would like to discuss the Ooh. outcomes of, of that 50 minutes, then that tells me and could tell you yeah. that they are open to changing. Open if different. you cannot see yourself taking 50 minutes to do to do that, 50 minutes out of a day, right? It's not a lot, but if you can't see yourself doing that, then I would say, you know, keep listening to the podcast and, and maybe looking maybe in the mirror day. and just, but keep trying to understand that, man, the ego is your, your CEO. If you can't do something for 50 minutes, it's outside your comfort zone. Your ego is the CEO at this point in time, which is okay, but you've got to identify it and understand that ego needs to work for you not be be your CEO. Who's so, ready for that challenge? Let's go. All right, we're going to leave it at that, guys. Thanks for listening.